All right, emergency podcast, Mason Choate and Andrew Hutchinson from hogbeat.com. Along with you, Arkansas gets two big commitments over the weekend. Now, before we get started, I do want to ask if you if you like what you see, give us a thumbs up, subscribe to the YouTube. Um, that always helps us out, so please do that. It's not that hard to hit a thumbs up if you like it. If you don't like it, don't hit it. That's fine. But um, we'll, we'll get along with what we're going to do. So, Hutch, Arkansas, two big commitments, much needed. Um, Drew Sanders, linebacker from Alabama, and then uh, Dwight McGlothern, cornerback from LSU. So just – I always do this, just initial reaction. Andrew Hutchinson, you're the expert. Tell us what you think. Yeah, two massive pickups. I mean, once again, I mean, Arkansas had already gotten Jaden Hazelwood and Landon Jackson back during the early signing period from the portal. And now they go out and get uh, two – Four-star recruits. I know some people have referred to Drew Sanders as a five-star, but on Rivals, he was just a high uh, four-star, 6.0 four-star, number 37 overall recruit in his class. Uh, Went to Alabama, and this isn't one of those guys that went to Alabama and just, you know, was a total bust and, you know, is, is now trying to go somewhere smaller where he can play. I've talked to some Alabama people, and they really liked his talent. They really liked his athleticism, what he brings to the table as a pass rusher. Uh, but unfortunately he got, you know, put behind another guy who just happens to possibly be a first round pick eventually. So uh, it's a, it's a a win-win for everybody. I mean, they, you know, uh, he's got to get to go somewhere where he can hopefully play. Arkansas is going to get a a player at a position of need at linebacker. Uh, They need somebody to play alongside bumper pool. Uh, That's obviously huge news that he's coming back for a super senior season. Uh, but you can't play with one linebacker. I mean, I guess they could try. Uh, you, you need two. Uh, you don't really have a whole lot of experience outside of bumper pool. Uh, so that one is a massive, massive get for Arkansas. Plus, he might give you a pass rusher, which you need someone to rush the passer, whether it be a defensive end, linebacker. Uh, and he seems to be a guy that can fit that uh, requirement. So uh, as far as Dwight McLeathern, I mean, he's a guy that, that signed with LSU out of high school. Uh, really talented four-star kid, you know, top 150 recruit. And uh, he even started six games this year as a sophomore at LSU. And, you know, LSU has a lot of talent in the secondary. Uh, so that tells you how good he is, not only that he, you know, signed with LSU, but also started early in his career. Uh, had some good games, uh, graded out okay on Pro Football Focus as a young guy. Uh, you think that Arkansas will need some secondary help. I mean, you lose Joe Fouché and Greg Brooks, who, you know, ironically enough, go to LSU. Uh, you also lose Monteric Brown to the NFL draft. Uh, you do have Ladarius Bishop coming back. You do have Hudson Clark coming back. You have some other young pieces. Uh, but if you can get a guy that has SEC starting experience to come in and, and be able to kind of help, kind of help that along, uh, then you've got three guys you feel comfortable with playing corner. Uh, that that's a, a massive get for Arkansas in a position that you know we identified previously on, on the podcast that was was an area that they needed to go get. So really solid day, big day for Arkansas in the transfer portal to land those two guys and, and give them four uh, big time players at positions of need out of the portal. So you kind of mentioned it uh, with Joe Fouché and Greg Brooks going to LSU, but uh, now Arkansas has two former LSU Tigers that they've gotten to come to Fayetteville, and that is McLeathern, and then uh, the D lineman, um, his name's slipping my mind, Landon Landon Jackson. Jackson. Landon Jackson. Okay, so I want to ask you this. So Fouché and Brooks go to LSU. McLeathern comes to Arkansas. Do 
do you think Arkansas is getting the better end of the deal or is that kind of to be to be seen? Obviously, we'll have to see how the season plays out. But if you look at it, you know, LSU's probably getting the more proven commodities. You know, we know what Greg Brooks, we know what Joe Fouché can do in the SEC, whereas Arkansas is getting the more, you know, there's higher potential, higher ceiling, in my opinion, with what Arkansas got. You know, McLeathern, as I said, has already started like six games, uh, but he's just a sophomore. Uh, throw in the COVID year, he's still got three years to play. Uh, you throw it in Landon Jackson, he's still got three years to play. Uh, you know, so it's it's a really good situation for Arkansas if those guys pan out. And I think most people are really high on those guys. I mean, Landon Jackson, he ended up not in the Rivals 250, but that's because he had a serious injury as a senior in high school. Uh, that's also what kind of limited him this year as a true freshman. And, you know, he was a top 100 recruit back, you know, whenever Arkansas was recruiting him out of uh, Texarkana. So uh, really talented guys. Uh, I think the ceiling is much higher, uh, but I think the floor for Greg Brooks and Joe Fouché is much higher than what it is for, for Arkansas's two transfers, uh, just because, you know, they are proven guys and Really, you know, I mean, Joe Fouché is definitely only one year guy for LSU. I mean, he's he's only got one year left. Greg Brooks could be two years. I think he's probably got his sights set on being there for just one year and then going to the NFL draft. Uh, but both those guys kind of have they have deficiencies in their game that we're not 100 percent sure they'll be able to improve. I mean, Joe Fouché is a really physical safety who can come down and, and pop you, uh, but he sometimes has lapses in coverage. Uh, Greg Brooks is kind of the reverse. I mean, he's a, a really good cover guy. He played the nickel spot for Arkansas, three-year starter, but he is not a physical guy. Uh, he shies away from contact, uh, misses tackles uh, quite frequently. Uh, so, I mean, the, he's still a solid player, and he's improved each year, and there's reason to believe he'll continue to improve. Uh, but you, you, those are, those are, it's, we've, we've seen a, a larger frame of work and know that that's probably not something that's going to become like, you know, drastically better where they could be, you know, first round draft picks. Uh, whereas Arkansas, the two guys they got, McLeathern and uh, Landon Jackson, we haven't seen enough of them to really know, okay, is this guy going to actually pan out or is he going to be a bust? Whatever the, the, the ceiling is really, really high, as I was saying. And I think that the potential is there for those guys to, to be really good in, in Arkansas could be viewed, you know, let's, let's say we're talking three years from now, we could be looking back and saying, man, Arkansas really, really won that trade-off. So if you if you look at it now with the, the transfer commitments that Arkansas has, you add on Jaden Hazelwood from Oklahoma, Sam Pittman has worked this portal really well. It's not a high volume, but um, the what you're getting is very a lot of talent um, and some guys that prove themselves in high school but just have to do more of it in college. So he's working this portal really well. You think maybe he might be talking to Eric Musselman and some people think that Eric Musselman didn't work the portal well this year, but that is to be seen. Um, but I want to ask you this, Hutch. So Drew Sanders from Alabama, according to your story, he was the number 37 overall recruit in the class of 2020. And, I mean, he had some big-time offers. I mean, you talk, you talk about Alabama where he went, but, I mean, you're looking at Georgia, LSU, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Texas, USC. These are the top-tier programs in the country. And now he's at Arkansas. And do you think that maybe the Hawks going to Tuscaloosa this year and playing very competitive, do you think that maybe that that really helped with the recruitment of Sanders because he's like, okay, maybe Arkansas is a legit program now with Sam Pittman there? 
yeah, I mean, I think that's definitely had to help. And you're not just beating out those schools, you know, for, you know, from what, who recruited him out of high school. But I mean, he was looking at Oklahoma and Texas out of the portal. And so he could have easily gone to one of those programs, uh, but he, he picked Arkansas. And so you like to think that the, the showing they had in Tuscaloosa, you know, probably helped. You have to think that the fact that really they only have one linebacker returning and bumper pool that, that is, you know, basically locked in as a starter. So you've got playing time opportunity. Uh, plus, you know, one other thing that I think really helped Drew Sanders, and I don't know if it really has gotten much attention, is that based on everything I've read, Drew Sanders is a very quiet guy. He doesn't really talk a whole lot, doesn't really talk to the media, doesn't do interviews. Uh, he He's retweeted some stuff on Twitter, but if you go back, I don't know if he's actually tweeted before his you know, announcement that he's coming to Arkansas in like two or three years. So he's not your typical, you know, college age kid who's all over social media and like, Hey, look at me, look at me. You know, I want NIL deals, yada, yada, yada. He really is kind of a quiet guy, very similar in my opinion to kind of the personalities of Sam Pittman and Barry Odom. I mean, these are two guys that are not huge social media guys. You know, Sam Pittman does it because he's, you know, basically required to as a head coach of an SEC program, and, and you've got to stay up to date with all the other recruits you're after. Uh, Barry Odom, I mean, he has a Twitter, but he doesn't really, he's not really super active on it. So, I mean, I, I think that that really kind of had an impact for him as well, just kind of the personality match there, uh, really fit, uh, plus the playing time, and plus he got to see firsthand what Arkansas has and kind of what they're building when Arkansas went there and, and played really well in Tuscaloosa. All right. So a guy that we haven't mentioned yet that because he didn't commit to Arkansas is Jackson player, the defensive tackle out of uh, Tulsa. So that's the position of need now that you're looking at. And you're like, this is the position that Arkansas needs to address. There's one guy um, from Missouri Wingo who they they've targeted, but we don't know how we feel about that. So um First of all, before we get to that, just reaction to Jackson player. He committed to Baylor. I feel like a lot of people thought he was coming to Arkansas. Um, so just kind of talk about how that played out. Yeah, I mean, I had a story ready to go, ready to publish for whenever he committed to Arkansas. I think everyone, I think the coaching staff thought they were confident they were going to get him. Uh, this is a guy that was a two-time all-conference performer at Tulsa. That's the American Athletic Conference, the same conference as Houston, Cincinnati, really good football conference. Uh, so he, he was a, a proving commodity. Uh, there were some, you know, slight concerns on his size. I mean, he's listed as six foot tall. Uh, that might be a little generous, uh, but still he, he has proven, you know, over the last four years to be a really good player. He was coached by Jamil Ashley, Arkansas's defensive line coach for the first three years. He was at Tulsa. He was recruited by coach Ashley. I mean, this guy was a unheralded three-star recruit that, I mean, I think he, he didn't have any power five offers and I think he picked Arkansas or I mean, picked Tulsa over offers from like some FCS schools and some other, you know, smaller uh, group of five schools. So it, he didn't really, you know, have a lot of attention and he really you know, has a relationship with coach Ashley. And so I think Arkansas, Arkansas fans, Arkansas coaches really felt they were in good position, uh, ended up going to Baylor instead. However, uh, I guess if you really look at it, it makes sense. I mean, he's from Waco and you know, he, I think he said he, he grew up like eight minutes away from Baylor's campus. That's got to count for something. I mean, you, you look back at, you know, some guys that, that transferred, you know, to be close to home and you want all these you know, guys at Fayetteville high school to come to Arkansas because they're right here by the university of Arkansas campus. I mean, that's why Isaiah Satinia was such a huge commitment 
2022. So uh, you get it, you understand it, but it does suck for Arkansas because, as you said, it's a big position of need, and now you have to, you know, look elsewhere. Like, okay, what are we going to get? Because they've they've obviously identified defensive tackle as an area of need. I mean, you're losing John Ridgeway to the NFL draft. You're losing uh, Markel Utzi to, to just graduation, being out of eligibility. You do have a couple of guys like Isaiah Nichols, Torian Carter. Those guys are coming back. They really like what they have in Cam Ball, but he was just a true freshman this year. Uh, but they still feel like they need some more depth at that position. And I agree. Uh, you, you can't just have those three guys that I mentioned. Uh, you're going to need a, a transfer or two uh, to help you give you some depth there in the middle of your defensive line. Well, before we wrap up, according to you, Arkansas now has three remaining spots, assuming Miles Rouser commits. Um, and you think that those are all going to be used on transfers. So any idea on who they might get? I know there's uh, not a lot of confidence right now in anybody, but you're the insider. Tell us what you know. Yeah, three spots, assuming Rouser signs in February. And I would imagine one of those is going to go to a defensive tackle. You know, you mentioned Wingo, Makai Wingo from uh, Missouri uh, would be a massive get uh, SEC all freshman team this year. Uh, so he's young and talented, probably going to go to LSU. That's where his uh, high school coach uh, is now an assistant coach. Plus he also uh, has visited USC. He may get, you know, awed by the, the Los Angeles kind of situation out there. I mean, that may be a big one for him. And then as far as you know, other guys, there's a couple of defensive tackles. I, I wouldn't be surprised they went and targeted. Uh, there was one that just went in the portal from Auburn recently. It was a high, you know, highly recruited guy that was just a true freshman this year. Uh, there's an older guy from Miami they could target. Uh, but then you know, that's just one spot. You know, maybe they got, try to go get two, but I would imagine they go get another defensive back. I know Georgia has had a few defensive backs go in the portal, and there's obviously the connection with Sam Pittman coming from Georgia. He's got a really good relationship with Kirby Smart. You know, maybe that could come to fruition with something. And then, you know, if they get one defensive tackle, one defensive back, then that leaves you with one kind of wild card spot. You know, maybe they hold it for after spring ball and see who else enters the portal, and you just go get the best player available regardless of position. Maybe they still try to go out a quarterback, you know, because they do, even with Hornsby coming back out of the portal, uh, you've still got, you know, just the three guys that are healthy with Renfro recovering from ACL surgery. Uh, so maybe they try to go out a, out a quarterback. Maybe they go out another playmaker wide receiver if you can find a really good one. Um, that's kind of the wild card spot and how I would imagine them playing it out is, is defensive tackle, defensive back, and then maybe best available after spring ball. All right, well, that's going to wrap us up for this emergency podcast. So Arkansas gets commitments from Drew Sanders and Dwight McGlother. If you like what you saw, give it a thumbs up, hit the subscribe button, and go subscribe to hogbeat.com. Best Arkansas athletics content anywhere. Best you can get. Um, Andrew Hutchinson, best in the business. But uh, thank you guys for watching, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.